Hey guys, can we all sit cross-legged in a circle and have a heart-to-heart? Of course, Dr. Natenstein. You're the best and the brightest of an entire generation. Yeah, Dr. Natenstein, chatting with you is like riding a cloud to the blanket factory on Pillow Street. Well said, Brent. Thank you, Catherine. That's nice, but I have to admit to some negligence. Oh, you sweet fool, you naive, innocent little crumb. Whatever it is, we will forgive you. Yeah, you tiny, teeny, tiny little crumb from a chocolate chip muffin. No matter what you did, you're still our hero and mentor. I know, but last week's intro was somehow wrong again. That being said, I've hired the guy who wrote Moneyball to do a biography on both of you, and there's just no way that this week's intro is wrong. So go ahead and open up your new scripts, and let's start the show. You are listening to the North American Friends Movie Club. A show where we talk about films, movies, and the cinema. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Kate? Sure thing. I'm Kate, and if I found a genie, this is what I'd wish for. Number one, huge, gigantic muscles. I'm talking Andre the Giant mass with John Cena definition. When I walk into a room, I want everyone to get nervous that I might go Super Saiyan at any moment. Number two, the most beautiful singing voice in the world. I mean a voice so sweet it makes angels cry and devils puke. When I sing, I want Argonauts crashing into rocky shores. I want seven Austrian children falling in love with me so hard they convince their father, the captain, to flee with me across the Swiss Alps. Number three, a GPS machine with the exact coordinates of all remaining genie lamps on planet Earth. I may not be allowed to wish for more wishes, but there ain't no way I'm stopping at three, brother. Speaking of clever little lamp rubbers, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Brent? Thank you, Catherine. I'm Mattress Brent from Lobster City Mattresses, and my prices are so low, you'll swear I'm extremely bad at business. Don't believe me? Just come on down to our 40,000 square foot showroom, because when you see our prices, you'll be telling all your friends that Mattress Brent is running Running his his business business into the the ground. (laughs) We specialize in every type of mattress. California King, Cabot Cove Queen, (laughs) Cincinnati Single, Denmark Double, and the Tallahassee Twins. Need a bed frame for that mattress? Too bad. Ever since my friend hid under my bed and recorded a video of me singing fight song to get pumped up for the day, I've decided that all mattresses belong on the ground. <laughs> so come on down to Lobster City Mattresses, where we crush the competition with our weird little claws. Okay, I'm Nate. Let's start the show. This is what it sounds like when we're doing a podcast. We're currently doing one. This is the North American Friends Movie Club. Um, It's right there in the title. Before Friends. No, before Movie Club comes Friends. So. Well, before North North American before Friends. It it does come first before that. Because we're all patriots first. Friends second. I'm not a patriot. (laughs) I mean, either really. (laughs) 
You're Canadian Patriots. I couldn't even tell you how old Canada is. I probably couldn't be within 75 years of the right answer. Canada is a state of mind. Ooh, damn. You're listening to the philosophy podcast with Kate the Philosopher. We're all sitting at her feet learning a thing or two. Uh, So why don't you guys tell me how you do it? Who wants to go first? You. That's I the, think. Okay. Well, I think Nate should, because he is um, being having some contrition. What's the fancy word when you contrition? contrition? Yeah, I'm being that, contrite because I because I missed our last recording because I didn't. I lost track of the days. I, lo- I lost track of what day of the week it was. It's and my we favorite had- excuse. <laughs> I didn't know what day it was. And so I just kept sleeping. And yeah. these guys, were, they were waiting for me. They were ready, probably, you know, arranged their days around it. And uh, mm-hmm. I let, let everybody down. And uh, they both told me if I did it again, I'm fired. So that was that was pretty intense. No one said that. I didn't mind because I got all the stuff I had to do done early. And then once I realized at 2.45, Nate was 45 minutes late, and then he texted and said he didn't know what day it was. I was like, okay, well, now I have the rest of the day just to do what I have to do now. So, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Do, you, do you want to thank me too, Kate? Or Yeah, sure. well, no, but um, I'm not angry at you. I just was worried. You put me into a state of concern, and I forgive you. When I apologized, and people don't usually do this, but I really did appreciate it. When I apologized, he said, I accept your apology. And it's kind of like, you could have said, don't worry about it. And that's like, maybe where that could be like, don't worry about it. That could be like, don't worry about it. And then, right. you know, that's, it could be anything. But then I was like, oh, my apology has been accepted. I have been accepted. I liked that too. Thanks for acknowledging that. You know what? Now, Brent, you say something nice. I think I, I just, like I said, I just, I think I was the one that said, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> well, I was legit, like, "Don't worry about it." It's, it's yeah, I knew, I knew. I, it's fine. I don't care. Like, and I Brent's the more go. passive aggressive one. Here. I, I am, but I, there was no passive aggressive <laughs> aggression in what I said because I, it's like I found it humorous at that point. It was a good excuse to, to get me not be upset. Was I forgot what day it was? <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was truthful too. Like, I it feel really like you was. could have maybe lied because that to some people that might not be like they think that they need to have a better reason, you know? No, I told Brent I went to sleep the night before, like without a care in the world, no, not a single burden on my shoulders. I, I, I thought I have no responsibilities in this world. I can just sleep, sleep, sleep. <laughs> no, <laughs> not true. well we're glad you're here and you made it today because we can't do this podcast without you you know what we can't do this podcast without any of the three brothers who don't weigh anything but logistically we can't do it without you because you press the button (laughs) truly the technology is not there without you (laughs) yeah i was thinking about how brent and i would have to like record something and then we'd have to like i don't know i was going down a rabbit hole of like brent and i are gonna have to comment on nate's death Mm -hmm. what are we gonna (laughs) that's a tough one yeah why is death always your go-to well i work for a hospice brent and i'm a psychotherapist and death is around us and if we don't acknowledge it it comes out in weird ways you both you know my lifestyle brent so it's also not unfounded (laughs) 
because he's ready to go at any time. Yeah, he's he fine. He stubs his toe and he just dies. <laughs> he cuts his fingernail too short. Oh, that's that's it's a, he cuts I it too short, friend. and like Ave Maria starts playing. <laughs> I'm ready. Sign me up to hospice. I hate it when I cut that nail too short. Oh no! There's nothing more annoying than that, and it's I don't get the body. Like, what is that a sign, signal of a sign of what is you know what's it telling us? Don't do that again. And uh, the other big one is pain in the teeth. Really, you're gonna do me like that, body? Like, just knock it out and well, grow a new na- one. That's a natural thing. That, like, hey, if you got a cavity, you're eating too much stuff. That's bad yeah, no, for just you. knock it out and grow me a new one, dude. I'll give mm. you some milk or whatever the fuck you need. Like, let's go. I will give you some milk or whatever the fuck you need. Yeah. <laughs> so, how are you doing though? Besides your little, beside my uh, extremely excellent sleep. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm doing quite well. I had a very satisfying weekend. I hung out with my sister, uh, and then I started trying to move a dresser into my closet, but it was exactly one inch too big to fit in the closet. So then I ripped a bunch of the closet out. Why not just an inch of the closet? for it. Well, it started it started like that, Brent, and then as uh as it progressed, I got deeper into deeper and deeper waters and the closet shark pulled me down deeper uh-huh. and deeper and before I knew it, we had the we had the pry bar out, we had the fane saw out. We it, yeah. But I got it in there. In the end, that's all I And now really it looks matters. like shit. Well, it, the whole reason was because I'm redoing all the walls in my room, so I need to make room. And How do you redo a wall? What do you mean? Well, I got all this leftover flooring from when I redid my floors, so I'm going to cover one wall in the fake wood flooring, and then I might get either wallpaper, wall yes. covers, or just new paint on the rest of the walls. I haven't made up my mind yet. If you need help with that in regards to choosing things, I love shit like that. And you are the person who said you want uh, your room to feel like a hospital, correct? (laughs) An Airbnb. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Sterile Airbnb. Does it look like that? No, but that's what I desire. Mm -hmm. You want the spirit of that. I do. I'm terrible at that stuff. How's your week, Brent? How are you? Um, I'm doing really good. Uh, I'm, I'm pushing the limits of how far I'm walking every day. I'm, I'm getting a little bit farther. How far are we at? Um, today was 5.62 kilometers. Damn. Yeah. and um, That's 10,000 steps. Oh, it's 8,000. 8,100 and some. Um, nice. I saw a cool truck. It was. That's three and a half miles. Yeah. The Americans. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a cool truck. What what kind of truck? It was like an old boxy truck. It was like a mint green, and it was he was cool because it sounded like a monster truck when he revved the engine. Cool. <laughs> was the truck just here? I could have sworn I heard a real truck for a second. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's always I said it before, but it's my favorite part of the episodes is Kate's sound effects. Yeah. It was kind of intimidating, though, because I was in the crosswalk, and I had a cross, and he was, like, at the stop sign waiting for me, and he was like, and I'm like, buddy, 
I limp. Intimidating. I have a limp. Let's. I'm doing a rehab walk here. Can we not rev at me? So he must have been young then. Yeah, and he was leaving an auto parts store, so he was like one of those car guys that knows a lot about cars. He wanted it to, to sound loud, like those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, his muffler. I guess so. I don't know what any of that stuff does. Um, we had a wrestling show yesterday. That was fun. Did you get to eat all your food? I had a Kit Kat bar, a cherry blossom, a bag of all-dressed chips, some popcorn, a little bit of candy, um, a bottle of water. And a little bit of Seven Up. You didn't have a Pepsi. No, no. <gasps> Stuck with Seven Up, little lemon lime. Yeah, just to calm the stomach a little bit. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's what I don't. The stomach. <laughs> I wonder <Yeah>. why. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was. I just didn't feel right yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there, and I was working the, the the concession stand. It's busy, and I started feeling like nauseous. And it was kind of warm in there. And I started getting lightheaded and woozy. And my dad was looking at me. He's like, you all right? I'm like, I feel a little bit lightheaded and woozy. <laughs> and he's like, okay. He's like, want to sit down? I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm going to keep going. And in my head, I'm like, get it together, man. Come on, Brent, get it together. You got to push through this. And then I'm thinking in my head, what am I pushing through this? Thank it's just you. wrestling. You're just working a concession stand. Exactly. And then, but I was like, I can't, I can't not do this. I have to get this done. Mm-hmm. And I'm pushing through f- passing out. <laughs> and I look at the corner of my eye and my dad leaves the concession stand. He's helping me and he's over by the bar and he comes back with two Bud Lights. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> here. It's <laughs> like, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I drank yeah. the Bud Light and I ate another bag of chips. And it felt great. Well, I didn't feel great. I got through it, though. And then I stopped and got, like, we stopped at this restaurant, like a, a drive-in restaurant, and got, like, a chicken burger and fries, gravy, and I got a chocolate dip cone. Oh, my God. What a day. Yeah. Four, 14,000 calories later. What a day. <laughs> Brent's yeah. heart is as strong as ever. <laughs> I, it was so, so delicious. You got, yeah, like, I only eat at this place once a summer, and I only get it, uh, Melissa kept on calling me Grandma's Fudge, which I didn't like. What do you why, mean? Why, why, why? Because, you, you know, did you ever have that, you know, when you eat the, they take the soft serve and they dip it in the chocolate and they pull it out and you eat it? Chocolate dip. It's like my favorite thing to eat, like, dessert-wise. And then one time last year, one time I panicked when the girl asked me what I want and I got the Grandma's Fudge dip. Mm. And you think... Difference? It's it's that it's great. It tastes like fudge, mm. and you think I killed a cat. Everyone looked at me like I was weird, and I was like a freak. And then most called me Grandma's Fudge all summer. And then she said yesterday, very loudly in the in the lineup, "Are you getting a Grandma's Fudge cone?" <laughs> I said, "No, I'm getting a chocolate dip." <laughs> I'm I'm quite happy to get the Grandma's Fudge cone. Fucking line one up for me. I bet it's really good. Too. It was delicious. Yeah, it was you can't be the guy in the lineup. This is a big lineup, and you're yelling, "No, give me a grandma's fudge dip." But do they have to do like anything special? No. Oh, it, give but me, it's a, it comes give me a, a double grandma. Let's go. It's like a weird gray color. It's it's just embarrassing to order. You know, mm-hmm. it's just it's just one of those things that me. I got a beard. I it's a short. gray color. Yeah, that is strange. But that's how I'm. Yeah, I'm full of ice cream and chips and goodies how you doing kate well guys 
I have been waiting all week to talk to you. Okay. You're wearing a special hat for the yeah. episode. I'm wearing a special hat. I was excited to talk to you Friday, but I'm glad we kind of waited because, so let me tell you about my week. So Tuesday, I had the biggest presentation I've given in several years, maybe. And it was a continuing education for social workers and administrators at nursing facilities. And it was about succeeding with dysfunctional families. And it was two hours. And I fucking crushed it. So that was awesome. And then that evening, Nick and myself and our friends, Dustin and Jordan, went to play trivia at a local bar. And we tied for first place. Thank you very much. Nice. And the name of our team was Succeeding with Dysfunctional Families, which was very funny to hear in the bar. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday night, my friend Jam, her name is Mary Jane, but we call her Jam, had a party. And the party was hot nights, hot takes. And so if you went to the party, you had to pr have a, a short, well, it had to be less than five minutes presentation on a hot take. And then we voted on three categories. One is uh, most effort, then most persuasive, and then worst hot take. And guess what? Which one mommy won? I know I cheated. I know, I know the, the answer. answer. I know Damn the answer it. too. It's most persuasive. Yeah. And I got this cool camo hat that I really wanted to win. I also played pickleball with my family on Sunday, and I did very good at that. So really, this is probably the most accomplished and winning that I have experienced in at least a year. And it was I fucking killed it. And I just want to share that with you guys and everyone who's listening. And I want to encourage everyone to kill it, too. We've got this, everyone. We're so proud of you. <laughs> yeah, we are very proud. Who won Worst Hot Take? And what was the take? My friend Leah's boyfriend, Corey, won Worst Hot Take because his was that Will Ferrell is not funny. Oh, see yeah. you later, bud. Yeah, laugh that man of the building. His argument was that he needs other, like he can never hold a movie. I don't know. I didn't agree with it. So. Yeah, no, we well, you know why he lost. Yeah, there's nothing he could say that would change my mind. No. There was a tie for most effort. My friend Jam's husband, Pat, he uh, presented something I had never heard about. And it's a theory that OJ Simpson did not kill Nicole Brown. His uh, son, Jason, who was 20 <gasps> at the yep. time, killed him. Yep. Um, yep. And then, <laughs> which yep. is a very, and now and then I started looking up it, looking up more information. It's a really interesting theory. And then the other one was a gentleman, I think his name was Chandler. And he uh, was arguing that American breast breakfast is a scam and went into that. Uh, also, you have to tell the audience because me and Brent know, but what was your presentation about my presentation was that um post malone is the sexiest and so mine i think was easy because i think it's easy to be persuasive if you have a you're trying to persuade someone to something uh positive and you're giving like so i think it was easy for me because i found all of the hottest pictures and then all of these facts about him that mm. were make you like him so did you know that the hat was part of the prize before i did not Okay. No, I mean, before we presented, so it was either a hat or a $25 gift certificate to Trader Joe's or a $25 gift certificate to Pizza Shuttle, which people like. Which gift certificate would you have chosen? I would have liked the Trader Joe's, um, but I was happy to get the hat. 
I like those Trader Joe's snacks. They're good snacks. We don't have a Trader Joe's. We I, we only get them at the Wally at the Walmart. What do you mean? They sell Trader Joe's snacks at Walmart in Edmonton. Yes. Interesting. Maybe they do here too. We're checking it out, Brent. You can get some dried banana chips. Oh, does he? Does up. does the logo have a guy with like a safari hat on or a hat? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm swimming in it. Then we have tons yeah. of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Get those uh, strawberry marshmallows. Fuck yeah. I feel like Lewis and Clark. Me and you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, sure. Trail mix. Oh, I need to mention this. So we tied for first at Trivia. And my dear friend Dustin and his wife um, had to fold a paper airplane. And then whoever flew the paper airplane won out of the two tying teams. And Dustin really shit the bet on it. And I Mm. just want to say that publicly. Fuck, Justin, get Dustin, get it together, that's man. Tough. That's that's tough. He's a good guy, and we love him. When you're not in avionics, and you got to all of a sudden start busting planes out of nowhere, that's tough. That's tough. two wings and a tail. Uh, the other guy was like six inches taller than him too, so I wonder if the Ooh, arm reach maybe for hit sure. Us. This in baseball, this is big, big advantage. No, that's loser talk. Yeah, it's <laughs> physics. You can make those wings do special things. Fucking Bernoulli over here. You should have written that on the plane. These wings can do special things and then threw it. Oh, well, we would have won for sure. Definitely. Do you have a picture of the plane so I can critique it? <laughs> Criticize it? There is a video. It must be a short video. <laughs> Two second video of fucking Hindenburg. No. <laughs> Fucking screaming all the humanity watching this plane fall. <laughs> Weak ass plane. Well, I thought it was interesting that you, uh, the worst take was that Will Ferrell isn't funny. And when I was watching this movie, I couldn't help but feel like there's a little bit of Will Ferrell in Bill Murray's performance in this movie. So why don't we get into our hot takes? But before we do that, Kate, why don't you tell us the pl- what movie we did this week and what the plot was? Well, whose movie was it? It was mine. What movie did you choose, Brenty? I chose the 1996 Farrelly Brothers movie, Kingpin. And the movie Kingpin starts with Roy Munson, a young man who has a preternatural ability to be a great bowler. And he has a heartwarming childhood where he bowls behind his father's gas station. And as a young man in the 70s, he wins the Iowa State Amateur Bowling League. Is that correct, John? Championship, yeah. Good job remembering Iowa State. I'm impressed. Thank you. Well, we were Missouri is just south of Iowa. Let's go to school with them. I didn't even hear you. He said, did you go to school with him? <laughs> I know some Iowans. Okay. So he goes to his first professional bowling league tournament and wins. And he's very naive. And one of the other professional bowlers is played by uh, Bill Murray. And his name in the movie is... Er McCracken. McCracken. Big Earn. Big Earn is a hustler and a ne'er-do-well, and they hustle people at bowling alleys to make money while they're on the tournament. The first time that uh, Roy does that, they 
fuck him up and he loses a hand, which ends his professional bowling career. Fast forwarding 15 years, McCracken is the best bowler in the land and is winning all the tournaments. And and Roy is out chilling sales to different bowling alleys when one day he hears a wonderful sound of someone who's very good at bowling and it turns out to be an Amish man um, whose name I can't remember. Ishmael. Ishmael. Yeah, and he calls him Ish. 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 Ishborg. So for a number of reasons, Ishmael wants to win money so that he can save his Amish town. Roy wants to win money so that he can have a different life. And so they decide to go to a big bowling tournament in Nevada. On the way there, they run into a beautiful woman um, and she becomes a part of their crew. And the they play in the bowling tournament. No, Ishmael, Ishmael breaks his hand. Ishmael breaks his hand. So Roy, with his rubber hand, has to bowl in this tournament. And he ends up losing... But they end up getting the money because of this lady who they befriended. Like they, it, it's a story about um, becoming a better person and making choices that are not just selfish. And I thought it was a very, I, it's a fantastic film. Wow! Wow! Kate, honestly, I Kate as I was watching this, I was thinking to myself, I think Kate is gonna fucking hate this movie. So I am very surprised. I've always I've seen this movie several times, and I've always loved it. I thought it was gross and hilarious. Mm, it's okay. so much more gross than I thought. Okay, it's yeah, we'll, so much more gross yeah, than I remember. Let's wait until we do our things. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's uh, let's chat about our favorite parts of this movie. I like all of the nipples. <laughs> The nipple prosthetics. Ridiculous. So unneeded. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's yeah, Fairly I Brothers. Do. So they're always like elevating the comedy, right? It's always having to be like outrageous. Mm-hmm. Like they're so funny when um, Ishmael goes to get the beers out of the fridge and his nipples get hard and it's like so obviously like big circles around the hard nipples like they're just like plungers stuck on his nipples under his shirt like just hilarious big nips and that lady i just didn't let's talk about that female character yeah obviously she's quite beautiful it would why on earth would she ever fall for roy munson tough Tough look for Claudia. Claudia, I couldn't think of her name. Cause hey, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because she's <laughs> she sees herself in Roy Munson. She's a hustler. She has a life of um, um, uh, nomadic lifestyle of hopping from scheme to scheme, man to man, and it never gets her yeah. anywhere. And when she gets beat up by the guy that wears eyeliner for some reason, um, <gasps> thank you. Yeah. Um, that's the that's it. It's her final straw, and then she gets and she kind of is uh, seeing what life would be like having a child. Because I feel like Ish was their child, and oh, okay, she, she just fell in love with Roy because she sees so much of herself, and she knows that a regular dude like me or Nate are not gonna can't handle her lifestyle, but Munson can. Did you guys like how Roy Munson her? performed fellatio on the gross lady and then um, he puked 
Mm-hmm. Oh, the puking had said, to stop. And then she said, what is it about sex that makes me have to take a big crap? Yeah. Yeah, good sex. And it's, she said pump uh, and dump. It's basically the only part of this movie that I remembered when we were about to watch it was immediately that scene came to mind. And then I told my sister that we were watching this movie and she was like, oh, do you remember that scene? And before she even said, I was like, yes, I do. Yes, of course I remember it. Yes, (laughs) that that's going to stay with me forever. It really is. Did you guys see at the end of the movie where she's. um, Yeah, that was being funny. Yeah, she was doing like the 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 V and licking her the tongue between the V and her fingers in the rear view mirror. It's, just, it goes on so long. It's very funny because the only reason I saw that is the credits start. Right. And then blues traveler is dressed mm-hmm. like Amish guys and the Amish right. people are watching their concert. And I started thinking to myself, I'm like, this is so funny. It's obviously just the Fairley brothers want to hang out with blues traveler. So they cast them in their movie and then I keep watching the credits and I keep watching the credits all the way through. I'm like, it worked. It worked yeah. on me. This was a great idea. They were right. <laughs> I ju- judged them too soon because I enjoyed watching this. She, uh, Her name is Lynn Shea and she dressed up like that was her own clothes. And she dressed up like that, did her own makeup for the audition. And the, the people that were at the building thought there was a homeless person got in and they tried to escort her out hilarious and she just That's started doing awesome. the character and then they said okay you got the you got the role you have to have a lot of respect for a comedian who's willing to like make themselves that disgusting right like you like got a real actress yeah because most actors like isn't it like the rock and vin diesel have it in their contracts that they like can't lose a fight to each other or some crazy dumbass shit and then there's actors who are like Sure, stain my teeth fucking yellow. I'll have the greasiest hair in the world. Like, yeah, good good job. That's what I thought was so um, convincing about and gross about her character was the texture of her skin was so horrible. That's how, like, it was so convincing. And then also her hair was so stringy and greasy. Yeah, it was the greasiest like, hair I've ever seen. This whole movie is so dingy for the first half. It's like... It's just gross. Everywhere everybody is Amy, gross. Yes. The car is gross. Their clothes are gross. Everything's sticky in the first half of this movie. And that that was interesting. It's a very Farrelly Brothers thing to kind of. But I also wrote down is they have so many normal people in this movie. Like just every small part, every one line part is played by like someone you've never seen in any other movie, not character actors, but just like normal ass looking normal people. The guys at the bowling alley, like they cast this. So in like such an awesome way, they Mm -hmm. really, I like, I wouldn't be surprised if those were like real, just like local bowlers. Same with the ladies who are like taking the dues at the bowling tournament. You're just like, those are just two ladies who take dues at a bowling tournament. Like (laughs) that scene actually noticed like when she starts her scene, those ladies, you can see her looking at the camera, waiting for them to say go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she starts her eyes like that. And they just kept it in, which is funny. They're just normal folks. You know who's weird is uh, Chris Elliott's character, the gambler guy. Mm-hmm. That was a weird guy. I was so happy to see him, though, because I actually really like Chris Elliott a lot. Oh, I do, too. And I like his daughter, too. She's hilarious. Very fun. It was just Abby? That was just yeah. like Rob Redford character, right? Yeah, that was the joke. Yeah, there was definitely some like very dated 
jokes in this movie, like when the Native Americans drive by and throw the bag of vegetables at his feet and he starts crying. That's obviously like at the time there was that famous commercial of a Native American guy walking down the road and some white people throw oh, some trash. Right. I thought just, that was weird. Yeah. It's just like, this is all going to be lost in five, 10 years. Like all, all of these references will just float away into what is going on here. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get that. It's now that I'm glad that you explained that because it kind of bugged me. It was strange, right? <laughs> Do you guys, I really miss and wish that Randy Quaid was still someone who could be an actor mm-hmm. because he is so good. Clearly the superior Quaid when it comes to acting. Oh, for sure. Dennis, Randy. Randy's you number think he's one. better than Dennis? Yeah. Yeah. Even wait, wait, especially wait, wait, in wait. this movie, the pa- the pathos of this film. He's, he, he, I believed he was Amish every second. Dennis is, okay, Randy's the guy in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. And Dennis is the good looking guy. Yeah. Yeah, Dennis can get fucked. Randy's way better than him. Sail away, Dennis. We need Randy back. Dennis was, or Randy was. um, Randy has weird, he's like mentally ill and he has mm -hmm. bad politics. No, he's crazy. He's He's lost his mind. Yeah, he's lost his, he's lost his fucking uh, mind. But he also played um, Cousin Eddie. So, Mm -hmm. I mean. He was on a run here. Yeah. Cousin Eddie, this character, and he was. Independence Day. Independence Day. I mean, that's. At least one of them should have been an Oscar. <laughs> At least. He also acted in Brokeback Mountain. I never oh, saw it. I've actually never seen the film Brokeback Mountain. Oh, it's it's pretty good. I should probably watch it to be... It's a short book, also. I mean, read the book. It's good. And it's short. Anyway. I, I totally forgot about the hook until I saw the hook. Really? Like I, of his hand? Yeah. Like, somehow, when, like that part of the movie and i've probably watched this movie like several times actually probably up to 10 times because it was definitely on tv a lot as well when i was younger uh but yeah when the hook came out i was like oh my god yeah i forgot all about the fucking hook when he he reached over to slam the alarm clock with the hook yeah and it is very (laughs) funny that he's had the hook for 17 years and he's still so bad with it like knocking shit over everywhere Ripping his coat, like oh, they you put the shaved cream on his now. face, and he <laughs> went to scratch it off and cut himself. You don't see them out in the community anymore. Hooks, no, yeah, no. Oh, well, the technology is not there anymore for the hook. Yeah, we've surpassed the hooks. Also, I saw this really old video from like probably the fifties or sixties, and it was like for people who had needed prosthetic arms, and it was like this guy had a whole tool set that he could like switch in and out like a drill hand and a saw hand. And I was like, this is fucking, that's fucking awesome. At that point, he's better off than us. Yeah. Like he's basically a transformer at this point. He's RoboCop. Yeah. He's like those drills that you can just switch the battery to different tools. Yeah. 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 Exactly like that. I want to be like, that's what I want. I feel like I would be more handy if I had the access to that because I don't have to go looking for the tools. You know what I mean? Yes. You you like those screwdrivers that have all the different heads built into the handle. You always lose a hand. You always lose one or it's the tools. I'm not organized enough to have a bunch of tools. What are those knives that have all the things? Swiss Army knife? Swiss Army knife, but it's a Swiss Army hand. Swiss Army hand. He's better off than us. I was thinking, though, this is in my notes that I can't find. 
a lot of hand comedy. I wrote down, Kate, I was just about to say hand comedy. (laughs) There's so much hand comedy in this movie. (laughs) So much rubber hand. Oh, my gosh. And the ongoing joke where he, like, shows people the ring and they're like. Why would I want a rubber hand? And then finally he's trying to show the The hand and they're like. What is this, 20 karat gold ring? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the whole part really bothered me, and it made me kind of upset. I'm like, I debated, like, I kind of regretted picking the movie. Um, when he punched her in the boob and it made those stupid sounds. Mm. Oh, I thought that was funny, and they, they kept moving. They were moving around like like uh, the stomach in Alien when the beast is about to jump out. But then when the guy got bit by the snake in the face twice, that made up for it. That was pretty funny. Yeah, it was fucking very funny. I did the so one much physical comedy. The one joke that was like, I was just like, no, absolutely no, was the horseshoe joke. Oh, I got that. Like, I wrote no. down oh, visual gags. Yeah. No, I didn't like that one bit. No, because it just looked so terrible. That you just picture that horses and the noises, no the noises coming <laughs> so from the barn. The joke, Nate, to the audience. Oh, so he, so Roy Munson goes to the Amish farm and pretends to be Amish to try to get the Amish bowler to come and bowl with him. And they're like, okay, you change the horseshoes. And then they walk outside the barn and you hear all these like sawing noises and like horse neighs. And then he comes out and he's holding like the horse's feet, suggesting that he has chopped, he's, he's sawed off the horse's feet. Unacceptable. I struggled with that one too. Didn't care for that. And the bull cum thing. And bull cum was tough too. That, that was, was very fairly brothers. Like, yeah. But and you're how not hot it was. That much. And. That would have been a much different consistency if that was really semen. And also, I don't mean to pull up my farm card here, but why are you going to have a bull with no dairy cows? What's that bull doing? Just walking around eating shit? That's economically makes no sense. Thank you. I liked it to say, when he said it took a while to get her going, but there it was all at once. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because the heat, because it looked hot outside. And is probably body temperature. Uh, uh. Yeah, that's uh, that's basically Will Ferrell pouring the dinosaur piss on himself 20 years before it happened. Yeah. Immediately worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, the guy that got burnt twice was funny. He was in Sex yeah. and City. Oh, did he? Was he the oh, city yeah, or the a- sex? No, he was. Um, he's the best friend, and he just died recently. Well, I ha- that was part of my notes too. I I'm pissed. He died in real life. Yeah, yeah, he died from cancer. Um, what's his name? His character Willie name Garson. Sex- yeah, and his Willie character died. on Sex in the City is named Stanford Blatch. Stanford. I had that in my notes. Um, I like that he got burnt twice in the in the span of five and- minutes. And it was even hotter the second time because Woody was like, oh, now this is hot. <laughs> because I, it's been so long since I've seen it. And I was like, why did he say that? Because it made no sense. And then he, when he threw it, he said, oh, this is hot. Speaking of hot, this is hot. Yeah. And then he threw it in his face. It was so <laughs> very fucking good. It's, it's, this movie is like, ah, so it's hard to put into words uh, what I'm thinking. But modern comedies are you can tell are way more improvised. Like they do a setup and then they get the 
comedians to do a bunch of different punchlines. Like definitely the Will Ferrell movies are all like that. Like him and Adam McKay just saying the craziest shit and then whatever is the funniest they put in the movie. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. this movie, the the gags are so set up like him mentioning that the hot tea was hot for 25 seconds before he throws it in the guy's face is like this movie you could tell really stuck to the script of what these guys wrote and everybody's just performing it until bill murray comes and then his the improvisation like kicks in over immediately yeah they, they, they didn't write him any lines yeah and he's just He's just being himself and just being so. That's why he's I like got the worst. Oh, he's villain. He's the character. worst, but the best. Well, no, his character is just so, just like without redemption. Not a single, not a single redeeming quality of this oh, man. I, it may. I'm. I. The best part about picking this movie is I now have my Halloween costume. Big Earn. I'm going as bigger. You got the most important oh part is you have to wear the back brace too. Yes, that's absolutely so funny. Oh, if I could only find a fucking, I got to make a ball. Obviously, yeah. I figure out the hair situation, which shouldn't be that hard. Yeah, <laughs> and then the rest is just pick up the outfit and make it like that. But the back brace will be hilarious too. Uh, people, no, you have to have the back brace. That's an integral part of the costume. So important. Young people won't know what's going on, but Who people our age will be like, that's an amazing costume. And I'm going to be in character the whole time. You're going to be an asshole. <laughs> I'm going to be an asshole and I'm just going to be rude and ignorant and just, I love it. I, th- I think Big Earn is like, I think Bill Murray kind of based it off like Pete Weber, that guy. Who's Pete Weber? He's the guy who's the real bowler, real life. Oh, who's like, who's like, who I am? Me, yeah. I am that guy. Who do you think you are? I am. That's right. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it. That is why I did it. five. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy, yes. Oh, my God. Does he still bowl? He's only 60. Yeah, but, like, yeah. Yeah, he's not that great anymore, I don't think. No. Is Pete Weber the best bowler of all time? Pete Weber is the greatest men's bowler of all time. Damn, he so he, he earned talking that much shit. He has 37 PBA Tour titles. My God. And 10 major championships. <laughs> We got to go. Oh, he could talk that shit. Who do you think you are? I am. Yeah, he did. He he deserves to say that. Yeah. What a dorky sport to be good at, though. Oh, it it, it was very interesting to me where I'm like, I bet bowling used to be huge in America like that. It was just everywhere. I think that St. Louis, Missouri has the uh, bowling Hall of Fame. Mm. I'm 99% sure. And also uh, Pete Weber is from Missouri. And he had a drug problem, too. So this movie's definitely based off him. Did he? Yeah. He was in coke. He was, he was really into cocaine when he started on the tour. Mm. That adds up. What was that, Kate? Cocaine. <laughs> I found cocaine on your room. Is that you? Cocaine. <laughs> Legally, we did not get permission to have Tony on the show. Tony Matera? Is that you? 
Pete estimated he blew through about $150,000 between 1982 and 1984 on cocaine, alcohol, and gambling. Okay, I don't. I'm not trying to encourage our audience. But that don't seem like enough to me to to be a, a true hero. Well, it's bullock. It's not like he's in the yeah. NBA signing me, contracts. Like Led Zeppelin. To this next sentence. <laughs> he once bragged about hitting the lanes one evening and scoring in the high two hundreds after spending the day drinking full strength Long Island iced teas. Full strength. That's just a funny sentence. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's called being on vacation. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> oh my God. Full strength. People do that all the time. I wrote down that the Amish beard was definitely started by a guy who has the same facial hair as me. And he was like, no, 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 this is on purpose. Yeah. And we we need the whole community. (laughs) And we're all doing and we're all doing it. Everybody. (laughs) Did you guys know that Paul Rubens died today? Pee Wee Herman died. Shout out to Pee Wee Herman. Shout out to Pee Wee. You riding that big red bike in the sky? Here's my thing. Wasn't he canceled? Well, no. you, here's what I think. His cancellation is, as we've learned with the future, about something very innocent compared to what most people get canceled for. Yes, he was not sexually assaulting anyone. He was simply going to a pornography movie theater mm-hmm. and touching himself in a dark place. Like it's not great. It's not number one. It's illegal. That's what, that's what you do at those theaters, though. But it is what you. Why I feel like it's entrapment. Yeah, I I agree, and that's why I'm fighting my case to the Supreme Court. <laughs> As someone who's been in, uh, caught in this position many a times, <laughs> never. No. Um. Yeah, it is entrapment. Kate's right. I would fight it to the to the end, and I think I read about it today. I think uh, he, pardon the the terminology, got off. Because oh, oh, <laughs> I think he got off because um, uh, it was his the they described it and it was his non-dominant hand and the judge said no one jerks off with your non-dominant hand don't worry about your innocence when you you had a pause before you said what what the reason he was he got off and I thought you were going to say because the lady in the movie was his wife and then so that's that's fine it's not was it really anymore. his wife no. <laughs> Oh, no. I, I thought he sat on his hand to make it numb, and then he did it. <laughs> they call that the what's what are the what do they call what's the the people that um, help you to your seat in the movie theater? Usher. The usher. Yeah, they call that the, the usher. <laughs> <laughs> Sit That's on your hand. The until, yeah, it's called yeah, the <laughs> I'm gonna give myself an usher. Um, yeah, but yeah, you can jerk off at, at those theaters. That's fine, and or, I or think we'll forgive it. Oh, at this point, yeah. Have you guys uh, ever masturbated in public? No. Wait a second. Let's not say no right away. <laughs> Think a second. In public, just fine public. Uh, you can. You're in your car in a parking lot in the community. I'm good. No, I'm good. In the good community. That. Well, that's my term for anytime you're outside your home. You're in the community. Mm. I bet you have, Brent. I could see that. No, I think I feel like if I like the like in your younger years, you were experimenting with not working off in public. Not a lot to do in Nova Scotia City, (laughs) so you drive on out to the lake. Oh, let's back this up because I I can't recall a situation. But why do I seem like the kind of guy that would jerk off in the community? I'm just being silly. I don't know. You did invent a character called Horny Gary, and he has appeared on 22 consecutive episodes. We don't invent characters; they just come naturally. (laughs) 
they flow with the conversation. <laughs> We're like a rock and we the water. Location. Yes, we are the rock and the water is the conversation and it forms <laughs> us. And we just regurgitate what comes out. Sure, That's sure. what podcasting like that. is. Yeah. We just let the conversation form and things happen. If it creates a horny guy, it creates a horny guy. If it creates a lawyer, it creates a lawyer. You if never know. Tony Montana wants to come to an episode. That's what happens. We are the rock. Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> Tommy. You can't jerk off in the garrison, Tommy. <laughs> That's what happens. But no, I don't think I ever did. Um, I think that would be memorable. I pissed in public a lot. Oh, me too. Yeah. I got pissed on in public. Um, Ew. Yeah, it was it was ooh, but it was good. How'd that happen? Well, how'd that um, happen? It, was, it was good. Yeah, it was the Sum Forty One concert, and and it was a monsoon outside, like legit monsoon, like September hurricane weather, and we were so soaked and we were so cold. We had to pee, so the four of us, four guys, went beside the beer tent to pee, and we were, but I was on the 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 end downwind and it, oh, yeah no. and the wind was whipping my way mm-hmm. but the pee <gasps> was the pee was hitting me in the leg yeah and it felt warm and i'm like i don't care oh just God. keep going it's fine sure it's fine sure. and it just that brief moment of being warm was like <sighs> shout out to my boys pissing on me crisis situation turned into positive reframe <laughs> a grief. why did the guy wear eyeliner what the hell What's going on with I that was, guy? Obviously, he is a woman hater. That's who wears eyeliner. It made him look more evil, didn't it? He is a talk about a simp cuck. Mm. You know? Yeah, he's he's uh, you know, he's a very insecure gentleman. That's what I will say about this fellow. Well, he has a bowling alley in his house. Mm-hmm. That's anybody has a bowling alley in your house. That's your undesirable, in my opinion. Or you're, yeah, you're going to hit someone because the only two movies I've ever seen that in are this one and There Will Be Blood, and those both end really badly. I, I dare. The, the White go, House has a bowling alley. Okay, that's perfect. Um, I more dare like anybody the, listen more to like this. The crime house politics. Okay, go ahead, Brent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the I, I challenge you guys or anybody who listens to this to. Um, name a single piece of media or movie or anything where there was a bowling alley in the house and something good happened. I can't think of a one. You got me. If you have a bowling alley in your house, you are obviously don't like, you can't go outside all the time. Mm -hmm. I drink your milkshake. Yeah. He drank a milkshake. Who drank a milkshake? Daniel Daniel Plainview. From the movie. From There Will Be Blood when he beats the guy to death on his bowling alley. You don't even know what we're talking about, but you're correct. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, there's a whole ass movie where a dude. Yeah. I'm the, helping you. The movie yeah, ends exactly. and he kills a guy on his bowling alley. With it's, a bowling pin. It's the weirdest thing ever to put in your own home. The whole point of bowling is not to go bowling. Who gives a fuck about bowling? You go out there with buddies and friends and you just throw some balls. If you want to do that in practice in your own home, that's weird. Mm-hmm. You drink pitchers of beer. You don't drink individual beers. You get a pitcher of beer you when you're to. at a bowling alley. You have to. And you wear someone else's shoes. That's a big part of it. And you wear ugly shirts. Mm. Do you think foot guys love going bowling? Probably, yeah. Because the thought of all those different feet. Yeah. Like, all, like, that would be, if you're a foot guy, 
that's like Nirvana. That's amazing. Like all those feet. They probably go early and watch. Sure. And then I, they wait like, till like someone's done and they're like, I'll have a pair of sixes and they cram their feet in there, even though they're yeah. too big. Yeah. Cause some, I want the won't. shoes she was wearing. Yeah. Don't no, don't spray. Don't spray. Don't spray. Don't spray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic to the spray. Can you just give me the sixes? I watched a little documentary about a woman who is a foot model and she wears socks without shoes on them because the guys like the sock to be so crusty that it's like hard. Wild. Yeah. People are into some pretty wild stuff, you know? It, this is what we talked about. If you're going to be a murderer or you're going to be a weirdo, be the biggest weirdo Go all the way. Can be. So if you're going to be a foot guy, look for the most fucked up way to get those shoes. Okay. I can't disagree. It has no appeal for me, but I'm also going to say, do your thing, boys. Get out. I can't get into. I couldn't get into feet. Now, what would be a body part that you would find that you're into that's not mainstream? Um, mm, you're looking for like penises. a more yeah, and no, that's that's that's, the, that's the big guy. That's like yeah, what, yeah, that's the prince of that's body like parts. going to church and reading Jesus' part. Yeah, yeah. We want to know about the okay. apostles. Which, apostles, yeah. yeah. Which one's your favorite apostle? I really like a nice smile. Sure. Boring. But. Yeah, that's. I would say that's borderline mainstream. Maybe it's like Weezer. You know, it's not quite there, but I like. Uh, I like uh, shoulders. I like arms. Okay. I don't. Mine are all normal. Yeah. I'm just a. But I'm a real big pervert. Yeah. But no. like, just for like normal stuff. Penises and stuff. <laughs> I love penises. Yeah, Seriously. I don't think uh, I can't really I, think of something. I, I, I guess say I do like a cute ankle. I wouldn't say. Uh, I, I, here we go. I, I would say I, I wouldn't say that's that's a mainstream one, but no, you know, we've talked about not. ankles on here a few times. Yeah, cute ankle and a high heel. Sure. sure. Oh my goodness, that's right dirtier than that. simp cock. <laughs> that's he's that's going off about is. ankles here. <laughs> this fucking well, that guy used to be a very erogenous zone back in the day like the victorian era because that's you all you see your ankle exactly that was you got look at that bone structure on sally that Tommy, big orb whatever it is. you know the thing that you always drop shit on the ankle bone itself big circle yeah. guy he's like and a magnet a vein going across it it's like a magnet for any time you drop <laughs> a pair of screwdrivers brent's talking about veiny ankles uh, um i'm gonna have to say Hair, hair. Oh, I love all mm. kinds of hair. Everything from a, like a lady, a lady mohawk to a lady long hair. Anything in between. I saw a lady who had a mohawk the other day, and I was like, "Damn, girl." What do you guys think about ladies with hairy legs? That's fine. Yeah, whatever. I like. It's very nice. It's very nice to like touch a shaved leg because it's so soft. But or shaved ankle, I like right? Hairy sure. That's that. That would be mine. That's my not one that women wouldn't agree with me. I love hairy chest. Mm. That's a that's a big turn on for me. There's a lot of boys out here. They're like getting rid of all their chest hair. No, that's absurd. Yeah, I never would. I just let it grow forever, and I got about eight or nine now. So just let it. Hell keep yeah, Nate. So sexy. <laughs> my plan worked. I got you guys waving your freak flags. I'm just sitting here like, oh, like hair. Hair's good. <laughs> yeah, like a haircut. Like, oh, like ankles when the screwdriver hits it and the sound it makes oh. <laughs> when it swells up so do I 
Rice method for his hard off. <laughs> yes, ice, compression, and elevation. That's what I gotta do. I need a couple pillows for my butt, Sam. I think it's a high. It's a high one, dude. It's a high sprain. Oh, it's worse than a break. Sprain. That's that worse than a break. <laughs> oh. 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 Best never, come over in the biz. Never have, we will never have an episode of this podcast that is not a explicit warning yeah also because i say i just can't help but say the f word i just say it so much and when i'm editing the episode i say who is this potty mouth speaking but it's always me it's nate brent do you have a quiz i have the kingpin quiz that kingpin quiz We're going to start off with the very first question of the Kingpin quiz. Can I win another one that I created? Or is he about to Munson himself? No, I'm not oh. going to get Munson's. I'm not going to get Munson's. What bowling alley, what part of town was the bowling alley that they lost his hand at? They go to the bowling alley that Big Earn takes him there. What town was it in, I should say? Your options are Beaver Creek, Beaver Valley, Beaver Brook, Beaver Plains. I'm going to guess Beaver Brook. I'm going to say Beaver Creek. Give me that Beaver Creek. Beaver Creek? They went to the bowling alley and it was located in Beaver Valley. Who do you think you are? I am. Ooh, Brent. That's one, one for Brent. Brent off to a hot start. Yeah, I don't want to hear any bullshit about this quiz being too hard or I picked this is straight up questions from the movie. When Roy Munson was doing his job trying to sell uh, his bowling supplies, he hears Ish bowl a strike and goes to talk to him. What was the number of the lane that Ish was bowling in? Dastardly. Dastardly. Your options are 16, 17, 18 or 19. Kate, you go first. 17. 18. Ish bowled a strike in front of lane 18. This is annihilated. Whoa! No! Yes! No, I got it. You got it wrong. You got it wrong. I know, but you got it okay, right, Okay, okay. I see how. I see oh, what's is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see what's going on here. Am I taking on the world right now? Am I a young Muddy Ducks team taking on Iceland right now? <laughs> Come on, Goldberg. Next question. <laughs> I'll do the triple deke. They went to a restaurant when Claudia joined the crew. And they were eating burgers and fries. And there was a band playing. What was the real... Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I, I totally screwed that up. So the singer at the restaurant, what real band is he in? Okay. Your options are the New York Dolls. The Velvet Underground, Modern Lovers, or MC5. He's the lead singer for what band? New York Dolls. MC5. He was the lead singer for the band Modern Lovers. Who do you think you are? I am. I was going to say that, but I talked myself out of it. Very, very brothers thing to do. Brent, too. How many questions are there? Seven. 
You got four left. There's a hustling montage in the movie where they go and they hustle, hustle. people to make money. On the, yeah, they hustle. Um, the biker scene where they're hustling the bikers, Ishmael wins, and the man's name that he beats is on the scoreboard. What was his name? Your options are Hog, Chopper, Harley, Wheeler. Oh, my God. Is it me? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wheeler. Hog. He defeats the gentleman named Chopper. Who do you think you are? I am. We're, we're, we're getting in our own heads here. Uh, you want me to put the bumpers in the gutters for you? You want me to put the bumpers in the gutters for you? <laughs> Bowling. <laughs> Big Aaron walks into the, the final tournament. And he's going to interview. And a woman comes up and wants an autograph. And he's talking really fast to the interviewer. And he shouts out to the girl what room number he's staying in at the hotel. What room was Big Earn staying in? Okay. Your options are 1003, 1103, 1203, or 1303. Big Earn, hotel room. 1103. 1103. Big Earn tells the lady, I'm staying in room 1103. I don't know why that stuck with me, but I really stuck with me. Because he says it twice. Ah, repetition. So. When Roy and Ish were down and out at the bar, they were having a drink and having a cigarette and they look up at the TV and there's a commercial playing with Big Earn. And he's Big Earn's talking about being a foster parent. (laughs) (laughs) And he's touching the women. (laughs) Yeah. He's touching the women and then he gets one of the mothers to bend over. They're playing football with the son. (laughs) And he snaps her skirt and he yells out a football play. Yeah. Big Earn yells out, Tennessee, Kentucky. And then what is his final part of his play? That was a good Bill Murray impression. Thank you. (laughs) So he says Tennessee, Kentucky, and then says either A, find the meat, B, don't look at me, C, A to B, D, D and the V. Uh, Find the meat. I'm going to say don't look at me. He yells out Tennessee. Kentucky, find the meat. I'm back, baby. Three, two, two. Three, two, two. Last question. Oh, we could tie it up here. Three-way tie. That's what I'm cheering for. Whew. Okay. Roy Munson in the bowling tournament was 400 to one after his first match. That was his odds. Who was the next long shot besides Roy Munson? Oh, dastardly. Oh, my goodness. So, Roy was the longest shot at 400 to 1. The name above him was one of these. Are we ready? Oh, I'm ready. Mm -hmm. His last name was Gary Burning Grant Withers. Uh, Gary. Okay. He said Gary? Yeah. I'm going to say Withers. Roy Munson was 400 to 1. The man above him was named Withers. Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Give me the beat, boys, and free my little soul. Wow, Kate. Kate ties it up. Okay, so now you two have to do a tiebreaker. I've never been more excited and more ready. Will she continue? 
her winning ways of the weekend, or will this be the end of Kate's hot streak? Stay tuned to the North American Friends podcast. Ooh, I saw that fucking hat. I knew I was in trouble. She was riding a high. Yeah. 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 She's not ready to come down. She was like Pete Weber in 1982. She's on a heater right now. She's on a Pete Weber heater. $275 of fucking Long Island iced teas spent. She's not ready to go to bed. She's not ready. Okay. Right, so Here's your question. A, Nate picks a movie. Here's your question. Or you make. Okay. Uh, another movie starring Bill Murray, a very famous, maybe his most famous role. Groundhog Day, 1993. How much money without going over did Groundhog Day make? At the box office. What was the budget? 14 to 30 million. Somewhere in between there, you know? Are you rattled, Brent? I'm not impressed. I know that. <laughs> um, Kate, you go first. I'm going to say 37 million. I'm going to say 51 million dollars. This movie was up. Box office smash bringing in over $105 million, meaning Brent <laughs> is the victor this week. Who do you think you are? I am. Kate is cold as you. ice. It's over. She's yeah, had all. The lights the- just came yeah. at the bar. Yeah. Time to go home. Put the hat away. You don't got to go home. Going to play closing time right now. Couldn't pick I, uh, up that 710 split there, bud. Sorry. It, it was nice while it lasted. And I couldn't be happier handing it over to someone who really. Holy needs shit! It. I'm on. Talk about being on a heater. <laughs> Talking about being on a Pete Weber. Who do you think you are? I am. That's what I want played. I want that played after every time I got something right. Okay. I know it's a lot of work. <laughs> like we said, I'm on a fucking heater with these quizzes that I'm making, and I made this one fair. This is all information you can find in the movie. That was all there. Kate, it wasn't Kate with a valiant Kate. effort. Come back. She was down three. She never had a question right now on my second page. And she ran and it then out. she gets yeah, three or four. Yeah. I'm always a competitor, even if I lose. Well, speaking of competitors, how about we hand out some Olympic gold medals? Bronze, a bron- our bronze medals. Why don't you lead the way? You know what? I really liked. Uh, I'm going to give it to Randy Quaid. Or, yeah, which Quaid is it? Randy. I'm going to give it to the Quaid. Yeah. And I want to, I want to, if he's listening, I I hope you're okay. We're worried about you, Randy. <laughs> yes, because he's very funny in this movie. Yeah, he was so funny I'm that also, I'm, yeah, I'm, is that a three-way? Yeah, three way. That's a, a three-way three bronze because I'm giving it to Hydra. Randy too. The uh, Cerberus. Big, big Hydra moment. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my I want to extend the, the Bang Bros. Yeah, Bang Bros. <laughs> brothers don't weigh anything. I want to send out my love to Randy Quaid too. I hope you're doing good, Randy. Um, come back home. Come back home, cousin Eddie. Let's get back to that situation. Yeah, let's just chill a bit on Facebook. You know, just come, yeah. Don't come worry down about that, that stuff. Man. Don't worry about it. What about silver medals? My silver medal goes to the fake fatty. Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Mine also Woody. goes to Woody. I think 
we're I think we're all gonna I think we're gonna Cerberus our way through this whole thing because I'm also gonna give it to Woody Harrelson. <laughs> is that double back to back hydras? That's Holy double. shit! And I, I have a we're very good a feeling we're about to turkey it out here because are we gonna get a turkey? Because I'm giving my gold, I'm giving my gold to Bill Murray. I don't know about you two, but I am. Oh, Big Herb McCracken is my probably one of my favorite characters of all time. Gobble gobble turkey oh, turkey. <laughs> oh my lord just the hair and the outfit alone i can't wait i'll post my halloween costume underneath this episode when i do oh, it please mm-hmm. i think we should all dress up oh we should all dress up like movie people from movies that we did movie characters yes okay. and we'll have a vote of who had the best costume yes and do you yep. guys want to spend two hours with me being ernie mccracken sure Okay. Well, no, we're not saying we were recording in character. We're saying we're going to take pictures at Halloween. Like the Amish people, I do. I do everything one and a half times more than you guys. Mm. I will be wearing the costume while I record, and I will be in character. In in character. character. You know, he's making a point, Nate, because last week uh, we were. T- Telling you, Nate, to wear a visor when you were playing poker. You no know, sunglasses. So, That's, yeah, you both you said both. And, well, I wanted him to wear a visor. Yeah, you said both. Uh, <laughs> I think ideally you would have had me do both. Yes. Yes. So, okay. anyway. Well, let's, since we're all in agreement, let's give this movie a rating. All right, the script for this movie. What would you guys give the script for this movie? I thought it made sense. I think it was a little clunky, so I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a nine. I thought it was a very good concept about just hustling your way to go into, and it was funny. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an eight. I think I would give it an eight too. There's parts that don't age well at all and are only medium funny, but the funny parts are funny and the story is nice enough, sweet enough, heartwarming enough. So yeah, yeah. Eight. Uh, how about the music in this movie? A lot. This is a soundtrack kind of movie in 1996. They were hoping to sell some, some soundtrack units. What'd you moving some? Yeah, they were looking to move some units for sure. Um, I thought there were multiple bangers, so multiple. I'm giving it a 10. 10 multiple bangers, top to bottom. <laughs> Blues Traver, Traveler dressed up as fucking... Amish folk. Yeah, what? but anyway, that's what they played, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, 10. It's just 90s. It's just our childhood. Yeah, I'm going to... Even though there was some, some songs that were too 90s for me... The, the other bangers are so banging that it's a 10. Um, the art direction for this dingy ass motherfucking movie. Oh, it was so gross. But then Bill Murray's costume, like legendary. Yeah, so this is a tough I'm one. So I'm the so torn. The bowling ball that he had, like that's amazing. They found that when they were shooting in a bowling alley in Pittsburgh. They just had they to have it. it. Oh my god! It was for sale. I they want just, that they, bowling. They bought I it. Want yeah. that. <laughs> That would oh. be a great gift to give me. I'm going to go. Rose and go. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to say 
it's an eight. I think it was gross on purpose. I think the, everyone looks horrible on purpose. Um, so I'm going to give it an eight as well. Yeah. I agree. I'm a big eat with your eyes kind of guy. Sure. Like if it looks good, it's going to taste good. And this mm. looks so bad and so many times I, it, you could, it made my house smell like coffee and cigarettes. Just watching it. <laughs> I got to give it a seven for that. Cause it made me like, I got like nauseous a couple times. Yeah, It was disgusting. It was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is an American sports comedy film. Uh, sport <laughs> comedy that's funny. one of the only ones oh ever God. made really there's you know maybe bad oh news bears is in there caddyshack sure caddyshack for sure uh, another filmer Bill Murray's terrible i guess yeah uh, happy boy. gilmore there's happy gilmore. just keep going mighty ducks we could just keep going the, the way they filmed the bowling this movie takes a total turn halfway through where it looks like shit to looking incredible they did such a great job filming the bowling and making it look cool. Uh, so I'm. Oh, the tournaments look beautiful. They did a great job. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a nine. I'm going. It reminded me a lot. It reminds me a lot of the Will Ferrell movie where he plays on the basketball team, and it's fucking it's semi pro. Semi pro. Semi pro. My favorite Will Ferrell movie. That movie, and it yeah. reminded me of that. So I'm going to give it a nine. Um, I have to give it, you know, I have to give it a 10 for the fact that Bill Murray, the, when he threw the three strikes to win the tournament in the movie, yeah, he, he got up there and threw the three right away, all done in one take, stayed in character while he did it. Um, in real life. That's fucking awesome. In real life. He's a really good bowler, apparently. Then this gets a 10. I turn, I change my Wow. Mind. Yeah. Like the it's script was, you got to throw three strikes and he went up and threw three balls back to back got a turkey stayed in character the whole time was funny doing it and on the other side of the scale woody harrelson looked so bad bowling he they didn't know what they were going to do when the movie first started shooting <laughs> uh, so they got they, he had a train just to look passable to throw a ball that's hilarious yeah um, and embarrassing for woody harrelson yeah yeah so he gets a, <laughs> it gets a 10 for that and then the theme this month is August is for relaxation. So how relaxing did you find watching this movie? 10. Wow. Uh, it was my pick, so it should be a 10. I got to give it an eight. I, <laughs> there's a lot of parts <laughs> where I couldn't relax. I forgot I was much when I was a teenager. Things just flowed off the back easier i guess but like there was a lot of situations where i felt like oh yeah um, yeah it made you nauseous yeah it was so disgusting at times that i gotta go seven on this film i liked i enjoyed oh it gosh. i enjoyed it i thought it was funny glad i watched it but i did not feel relaxed when he cut off the horse's feet that was not relaxing no, to yeah me. oh yeah that, and the th when he was thrown up in the toilet it, just, <laughs> it was so Tough. chunky and so much Tough. You gotta, you can't watch those parts, guys. Just like look at your phone when that shit. Gotcha, comes on. gotcha. <laughs> uh, plus eight point three equals this movie gets a forty three point eight. So much lower than I thought. That's good for one of my picks, though. So Spirited Away, Spirited Away got a forty three point six. Okay. So, King, according to our podcast, Kingpin is better than Spirited Away. So, yeah. 
That's one of my favorite things. This Guild Ghibli Studio masterpiece. Yeah. Ever loved. Yeah. Like, yeah. We got some old lady going, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> We love this shit. We're like, the Fairly Brothers. We're like, wish it was space balls, but try us again later. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, space balls got was a very high that's score. what i mean it's like we like yeah being like in space balls and and uh spirit away is like yeah that's fine yeah <laughs> we just like stupid Our shit rated movie is silence of the land that was that was a surprising turn of events for us and actually that made me think like i'm gonna t- i'm gonna try some wild movies in the future like as we go on that opened up some horizons for us yeah i wanted to pick something different i was, I was gonna pick austin powers I'm like you know that's too safe Let's go something obscure. Let's get to the younger people. I'm really pissed because I was going to talk through it with you guys. I had a whole list of like 10 movies and I was really going to talk through them with you and have you help me fucking. I have been stewing over what movie I'm going to choose. Well, this is actually probably good because you'll have to try to remember. And the only ones that really matter will be the ones you remember. And they're all fucking comedies. And we've just been doing because that's what my ultimate relax it's like a coping skill is ghostbusters okay like that like i will watch that that is nick no andrew knew nick knows my sister knows it's like something horrible happens and you don't know what to do with kate you put ghostbusters on that seems to me like the pretty obvious pick there kate seems like no but then it's like you don't want to waste it right like okay i don't want to dilute ghostbusters okay with you know what i mean i don't know you don't want us talking shit on ghostbusters yeah, honestly, yeah, it's kind of like Bob's Burgers. I don't want to. Um, so and then, what I think I'm going to choose, I don't know. Should I talk it through talk with it you, through. or just like you do what you have to do to get your answer? So then, the another one that's just like easy as pie is Anchorman. We've not done that, sure. And then we also haven't done Step Brothers. And that's also another, like, these are truly my relaxing movies. And I don't feel precious about Anchorman or Step Brothers. I also really like the movie Role Models. (laughs) Fantastic. Love that movie. What what do you think, Brent? I think, me, if I was going to pick one of those three, between Role Models and Anchorman and Step Brothers, Mm -hmm. uh, I would pick Anchorman. But it's not my pick. And Nate, and Nate, you want you would prefer to do um, role models because you like that. Movie. I would watch any one of those films that you mentioned, honestly, and I would feel happy. I'd feel content either way. So I then I think I must follow my gut because I am nothing if not one of the brothers, and so we're going to watch Step Brothers okay. this week. Okay. The lot we we did we should tell everybody we did watch Step Brothers before, but we lost the episode. I think that I'm glad we did, and we're going to have a better. We're more rounded into form now. We have our inside jokes that are going to play well with a really funny movie. We got a format. Yeah, we got a lot of references. We got a film that we all love tell you right now yeah it needs to be scored it deserves to be respected 
Um, well, that's that's what we're going to watch next week, Step Brothers. And that means all that we have left to do is say goodnight, Kate. Good night, Kate. Good night, Catherine. When Robert and Nancy became man and wife, their children became stepbrothers. Hey. Hey. Now. Brennan, you and Dale are going to have to share a room. Just until the two of you get jobs and you move out. They're living side by side. Are you awake? Yeah. I hate your guts. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Working out their differences. I think they're starting to like each other. What are you doing? I'm burying you. I'm alive! I'm alive! I'm waking the neighbors! Shut up! And facing new challenges. You have one month to find jobs or you're on your ass. What? This house is a prison! Well, Brennan, you certainly have had a lot of jobs. Thank you. I'm a real self-starter. Yeah, I'm sorry. Who is this gentleman sitting behind you? Hello, Miss Lady. Unfortunately, there isn't another position available. We're willing to have sex with you. Please leave this office. Do we get any sort of souvenir? Get out of my office! From Columbia Pictures. Nancy and I are retiring. We're putting the house on the market. What about us? They'll have to team up. We're not going anywhere. I'm working on a plan. To hang on to the things they care about most. As you can see, you got a really awesome front lawn. I'm getting a really good feeling about this. I am so glad. Welcome to the neighborhood! The neighbor is a Nazi? Howdy! Hey, I love the color of your skin. We're, we're done here. Yeah. Step Brothers. We did it! Woohoo! This is how it's doing. Don't burn yourself now. Yeah, don't Just rush. relax. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking going at it like it's Fourth July contest. I've never seen anyone eat soup so voraciously. I'm hungry! I, 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 I. <laughs> Calling you Joey Chestnut for sure on the show. <laughs>